Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me along with Captain Dennis. And our special guest to kick off the show today on our holiday edition of Just Plane Radio is Tom Haynes from AOPA. Tom. Welcome, and thanks for helping us out during this uh, holiday week. You're all caught up with all your gifts and stuff that you've got us, by the way, first. I, I better get that out of the way, right? Oh, yeah. You know me so well that, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all caught up, all ready to go, taking the rest of the month off, just relaxing and uh, and, and drinking hot toddies. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so dripping with coal or in, in our socks, then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's for you guys, what, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I think it was just a box of rocks. I don't even think they went that far. <laughs> <laughs> to the coal thing. That's too much trouble, Dennis. But uh, we appreciate you joining us just the same, uh, especially oh, yeah. during this hectic holiday season. Absolutely. Uh, we, I'm happy to help. Well, we appreciate it. Now, you, you guys, uh, obviously, uh, it was dripping with sarcasm when you said you didn't have much going on because just this week you announced the uh, the fly-ins for 2020, right? Yeah, we did. You know, it's always a big uh, deal. To, people are always anxious to find out where we're going next year with our regional fly-ins. And um, we've done, I guess, about 27 of them now. Uh, some hundred, more than 100,000. I think actually closer to 130,000 people have been to our fly-ins over the last uh, five years or so. Mm-hmm. And so we've got three new ones coming up in 2020. We're going to be in, uh, as they say in Texas, San Marcos. Uh, Texas, All May right. 29 and 30. And we can talk about that in a little bit. There's some really special stuff going on there. And then about a month later, um, or actually about three weeks later, we'll be in Casper, Wyoming, June 19th and 20th. Oh. And then and then in the fall, we head to Rochester, New York, uh, September 11th and 12th. So we'll be uh, kind of forms. If you look at the map, kinds of forms a nice sort of triangle there between uh, the, the kind of west, uh, the south, and the northeast. I like it. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Is logistics like that a, a big factor on how you determine which places you're going to set up the AOPA fly-ins every year or now or what? Yeah, there's lots of things that go into sort of figuring out where we want to go. One of them is is geography. You know, one of our goals when we started down this path in 2014 was to kind of go where our members are and be out there. So places like Casper, Wyoming, obviously there aren't near as many pilots within, say, 250 miles of Casper as there are Rochester, for example, which includes, you know, 250 miles there includes most of the Northeast. Um, But we wanted to go where pilots are and give people in the mountain states and uh, the Western Plains and that sort of thing the opportunity to come and experience one of our fly-ins. So that's the reason we chose Casper. And the interesting thing is there, that weekend that we're in Casper, June 19 and 20, is the same weekend as uh, the National Collegiate uh, a rodeo going on uh-huh. so um that uh, that should be a lot of fun people uh, what they call it the college national finals rodeo uh, about so that. Anyway, that should be a lot of fun you can you know, can get a twofer there absolutely uh, well a our time at the fly-in and then go go uh, watch uh, a rodeo absolutely our, our uh, regular contributor captain clay actually lives there in casper wyoming oh yeah uh, dennis oh, knows well, that well, that's have a, right. Have I was going to make a comment that we have to get our reservations in at the uh, the, the Clay Hilton. That's right. <laughs> we, we got a place to stay. He doesn't know it yet, but uh, <laughs> we will, okay. we'll have to hit him up. But yeah, you know, that is a beautiful uh, area of the country. Oh, my gosh. Casper, uh, Wyoming. If you've never been there, I can only imagine what it's like to fly in your own private aircraft 
in right. the area, but even just flying in commercial and just, you know, cruising around the area is just spectacular scenery in that uh, yeah. part of the country. And it's a great launching point from there. You know, I plan to spend a few days, come to the fly-in and the rodeo, and uh, and then on either one end of the show or the other, you know, go on, go on and fly up to Montana or over into Idaho or into western Wyoming where you get into the Tetons and Yellowstone National Park. And nice. All that sort of thing. So lot, lots of really fun things to do. Uh, do some camping or backcountry flying or mountain flying while you're out there. Or take a mountain flying course, something like that. So lot, lots of good stuff to do. Definitely. Now, as far as when you picked uh, Casper, obviously it could have been for logistics. It could have been just because, like you said, it's so beautiful to fly around there. But uh, was there like a, a groundswell of effort from from maybe the local uh, pilots mm. in that area too that said, "Hey, come on out here, we'll we'll host you guys." Is that part of this yeah. whole process as well? Yeah, it's really critical that the the airport community really wants us to come. In a case of of Casper, it was unbelievable. They really pulled out all the stops to convince us to come out there they they don't get a lot of attention um from the from the aviation community they don't have people coming out there to do a lot of safety seminars and other events fly-ins and so they really wanted us to come so they did a great job put a wonderful proposal out there and they had i think uh, every official in the state including their entire um uh, congressional delegation of, of which there are three two senators and one member of congress mm-hmm. uh were all writing letters and everything in support and uh, so you know it was it was it was fun to go visit them and and see the enthusiasm they have for for having us. But we that's really important as we look at sites in general. Uh, same thing in Rochester. They really wanted us to come. And uh, very different experience up there. We, you know, we've been to the Northeast a number of times, but surprisingly never to New York State. Hmm. And being that far north, right up near the Canadian border, uh, kind of opens up uh, an easy flight for a lot of folks from Canada to come in. It's going to be in the fall, so the leaves should be nice. And it's right there next to Ni- Niagara Falls, so it's an easy trip to uh, plan, plan to go do a a little excursion over the falls. There's kind of a route that you can do that gives you a wonderful view of the American and the Canadian falls. Wow, that would be sweet too. I mean, it really sounds like you guys have set these things up uh, to just make them personally, you know, personally uh, enjoyable uh, for yourself. Just to fly to these cool places at the right time of year, right? Come on. Yeah, we definitely take. Well, not just for us, but you know, it's for it's, it's for the members. And well, of course, member, yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, um, two two swords, one stone. So any chance that the any chance that Canada is going to allow basic med before that so that those of us that are uh, flying a basic med can do a couple little uh, hops through a Canadian airports on the way? Well, uh, we're sure working on that. As, as you um, saw recently, Mexico came on board with uh, basic med. So now we have Bahamas and the Mexico on board and Mexico on board. Mm-hmm. And so we continue to work Canada. Uh, we're actually now working through ICAO, uh, which happens to be in Canada and Montreal, which is the International Civi- Civil Aviation Authority. Uh, our organization and um we are having an event up there in june uh right at the end of june is the iaopa world assembly so if you remember when i was in new zealand a couple of years ago for the world assembly in queenstown this is it the the next version it happens every two years is in montreal this time the canadian aopa is hosting us and we are going to visit ICAO, and we're going to press them as we have been for a while to see if we can't get an international movement going mm-hmm. to uh, bring third-class medical re- or medical reform for people flying light airplanes and make it a global effort. And hopefully if, if Canada hasn't come on board uh, sooner than that, hopefully we can uh, convince them to join the rest of the world uh, through IKO standards to uh, kind of modify their, their medical for uh, pilots and particularly those in the United States to accept 
basic bet. Well, there you go. So, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, these fly-ins. They, they, they kind of, you know, cross pollinate on many levels. Now you mentioned Texas yeah. though. So yeah. Texas is the first one, right? It is uh, May 29 and 30. It's uh, it's the weekend after Memorial Day. Interesting, Memorial Day is pretty early this year for whatever reason, that last Monday. Uh, so it's right at the end of May, and it's going to be a great show, really different one for us. Uh, we've been to San Marcos before. In 2014, it was our first regional fly-in down there. It was very successful. Mm-hmm. So it was a fun place we wanted to go back to at some point, and uh, we ended up working uh, with a group uh, called uh, Go Wheels Up Texas, and they have this year put on a, a car show and an air show and a music festival, country music festival, uh, at the airport. And so they had some experience with that, but they really wanted to bring in more pilots and more of an aviation element. So they began talking with us and the more we talked with them, the more we liked the idea of maybe we can sort of co-locate our event with theirs, which in the end is what we're planning to do. We're going to be the name sponsor for the Go Wheels Up uh, 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 festival or uh, in San Marcos, Texas that weekend. So there will be a car show, hmm. an air show, um, and music festival, and the AOPA fly-in with all of its stuff, including our um, stole, uh, stole competition and our drone show, our workshops, our seminars, static wow. display, exhibits, all that, all that same weekend on the same airport in San Marcos. So lots of reason to go to that one. Well, that, so are we going to have an organized fly-out to the Mooney factory then in Kerrville since it's so close? <laughs> yes, when yeah. we have to get to that Park, here. Parking won't be a problem, right? <laughs> oh, hey, no. I, I bet, actually, well, we, you know, we got big news uh, in that regard. We got to dive we into a little, uh, a little bit uh, later on. So, yeah, Mooney is yeah. back, uh, we hear. But 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 before we get to that, I just want to make sure San Marcos, the, you know, that airport, they have been doing a lot of stuff over the last few years. I mean, it's been like a hotbed of aviation events. Isn't that the same airport where they were doing that fuel thing a couple years yeah, ago? very good. Redbird. Yeah, very deep discount on fuel. Yeah. I think it was a dollar a gallon. Something like that, yeah. It's not going to be the same for this fly-in, I'm guessing, though. <laughs> well, no, because unfortunately that FBO closed, so maybe it wasn't such a good idea to offer dollar-a-gallon fuel on that weekend or a couple mm, of days. Yes. Um, but uh, they, they actually closed just uh, a few weeks ago. The owner of it is uh, Jerry Gregoire, and he's the owner of Redbird Simulators, and he, he tried to tried to make a go of it, just couldn't make it work. Mm, okay. Well, they got other events uh, coming in, like the LPA fly-in. So there you go. Texas, uh, Casper, Wyoming, uh, Rochester, right? Yep. And yep, uh, they're big three for uh, 2020. Plan accordingly and go to AOPA.org for more information. We got more coming up, including that update on Mooney next, right here on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, kids. I heard on the news that an airline pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way in from New York. (laughs) You serious, Clark? Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry, better not pout, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. This is Just Plane Radio, Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis, and from AOPA, we have Tom Haynes helping us out right now as, as well. During the holidays, you know, he's taking some uh, time off to, to help us navigate uh, safely uh, through these hectic uh, times that we find ourselves in, but it's a good thing. You know, uh, you know all this news about flyings is great. Uh, Dennis got a little uh, early Christmas present because you know last week or the week before, I don't remember what it was. We were talking about how uh, he he was a little bummed. He was like, "Oh, great! I'm going to get a a bag of coal for Christmas here because Moody said that they were shutting down operations, and he has one. That was a bummer, right? Uh, right, Dennis." Well, it's always disappointing when the manufacturer of anything you own goes out of business, but even more so when it's something as important to me as uh, my airplane. Right. I was a drag. I felt for him. But then, lo and behold, an early Christmas gift arrives, and we get the press release that they're back in operations. What the hell is going on with them? Uh, Tom, do you know? Do you got the inside (laughs) track on that or what? Well, it's it's just yet another business cycle of many, many that Moody has had over the decades that I've been covering general aviation, which is more than three now. And hmm. uh, I can't tell you how many times I've I've seen a pattern like this, although usually the, sh- the cycle isn't quite this short. It was literally a matter of just two or three weeks ago. Yeah. That we were talking about Mooney closing its doors. The workers were all laid off. People, nobody answering the phone. And even the, the voicemail message on that they had left was basically, don't bother calling us anymore because there's no one here to answer the phone. Uh, and now this week, 
we hear um, through, I guess it was the first indication we got was a local newspaper reporting that the employees had been called back. And mm. we did our best to confirm that through numerous sources and uh, didn't get any re- uh, uh, really response at the factory. Although we ultimately did get a call back uh, and my voicemail left for us basically acknowledging that there's a human there. Huh. Uh, but uh, we've since confirmed with a couple of people close to the company that they are, in fact, back and working. Whether they're actually building new airframes is a little unclear mm-hmm. uh, or they're building parts. But uh, I think for Dennis's benefit, at least they're building parts. Yes. Well, Which you, hopefully I don't need, but if I do, it's nice to know that the factory's got new ones on the shelf ready to go. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I hope that uh, they have, you know, and, and what I said is like, hopefully we're going to get the news here in a few months uh, that they're restructured and someone's come in to kind of inject some new life into them and that kind of thing. And, and literally it didn't even take a week uh, to find out that, you know, they had opened back up. So I, I'll take that as a win. At least for now, hopefully, because I just can't imagine. You say this has uh, been, uh, unfortunately, something that we've seen in the past with this particular company. They just have this, I don't know, issue where every few years they have a problem or something or or whatever. But the product itself, I mean, people love them. I mean, Mooniacs yeah, are very passionate folks, aren't they? Yeah, they they really are. Uh, as somebody, an industry observer once said to me, you know, with, with Mooney is they, they've never had good finances and good management at the same time. <laughs> okay. So, and that, it does help if you have those two elements. Yes. When it comes and to so, uh, you know, and, and maybe throw in a good economy and boy, you could, you could really go somewhere, but they, they've struggled many times over the years. It's a great product. Um, you know, it's very fast, efficient airplanes, very strong airframe mm-hmm. uh, with a good safety record. And, um, you know, as, as Dennis knows with his airplane, they are really solid. They last a long time. And, um, and it's a good little traveler. Now, when uh, the announcement came out that they were shutting down, did you guys get uh, like a ton of calls there at AOPA? Like, oh, crap, now what am I going to do? From people like Dennis yep, or we, or what? Yeah, we definitely, uh, we have people calling us looking for guidance and what does it mean long term if they mm-hmm. don't come back from a parts standpoint? What are they, you know, how can somebody get parts? Right. Uh, and so it becomes a challenge. You know, usually what happens, uh, there, are, there are enough Moonies out there that if they were to shut down, Somebody would pick up the parts manufacturing because there's yeah. some money to be made there uh, if you structure it structure it right. And then, of course, ultimately, at the end of the day, if parts are truly not available and you've done a reasonable effort to to find that out, you you have the ability as an owner to manufacture parts for your airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, find find a shop and and uh, and go ahead and manufacture your, your own parts for your airplane. Can't sell them, but you can do them for yourself. So right. That's, uh, would be an option, but probably not a very attractive one for most people. Yeah. I mean, do you have any like uh, personal, I don't know, views on how you think they're going to progress? Because I would imagine that it's going to be, you know, I mean, they have a very good reputation from the standpoint of like they're like the Porsche of, uh, I don't know, four seaters. Is that a good description of uh, of the new Mooney, you think? Or it's kind of been their, their vibe, you know, since day one, right? Well, kind of like a sportster type of aircraft. Is that a good description, you think? Yeah, I'm funny you should use Porsche as, as an example, given that years ago and back in the 80s, late 80s, uh, they actually partnered with Porsche and put some Porsche air-cooled engines into Moody's. In fact, AOPA owned one at the time that I started hmm. here and um, was not successful. <laughs> the engine weighed too much and um, just didn't perform as well as they thought it was going to. So the program didn't last very long. But nonetheless, they are seen as sort of the sports car uh, of the general aviation fleet. 
their um, it's, is it the Ultra Dennis uh, or Acclaim? I guess is their real hot rod with uh, big engine, dual turbo turbochargers, dual intercoolers, and uh, smoking smoking fast airplane. Yeah, two hundred forty eight knots in a single engine piston. I mean, we're talking turboprop speeds here out of a piston airplane. Yeah, it's, rem- it's quite amazing, and the fuel economy stays up quite high even. Uh, they've got some of the best, uh, you know, gallons or miles per gallon uh, and efficiencies. You know, we start looking at uh, comparing my airplane, you know, granted, it's not the, the newest one. But when you look at what I get for 155 knots and compare it to a Cirrus, it's burn- Cirrus is burning almost uh, twice the fuel mm-hmm. for only about another 10 knots of speed. So it becomes really economical. That that Mooney airframe, they did a really good job of eking every ounce of performance they could out of it. But, you know, Greg, you talk about long term. What's it mean? You know, it's it's really hard to say. I'd love to believe that they're going to be really super successful manufacturing company uh, of new airframes, but I I don't see that happening. It's uh, it's an old design. Um, it seems like a lot of new companies are trying to pack parachutes into their airframe. I know Mooney has wanted to do that. They've looked at it. They haven't come up with a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they it's a difficult airframe from the it's a steel tubular airframe. Difficult for them to make changes to it. Uh, in a way that doesn't require cert- recertification, which is enormously expensive. Right. Um, so I, I don't see them uh, becoming a big mainstream ma- manufacturer again uh, anytime soon unless they come out with a new product. And, and again, I don't see them getting funding to do that either in this economy when, you know, the the, the leader is Cirrus producing, you know, 300 and some airplanes. Yeah. Um, just not, not a lot of uh, volume there, unfortunately, to support a big investment. Right. Well, and, and, you know, when things happen, like they shut down operations and then reopen uh, from a PR standpoint, obviously that doesn't help, uh, you know, no. fill people, you know, instill, instill uh, I don't know, uh, confidence that, yeah. uh, you know, the company is going to be around for new plane purchasers, possibly. So they got their work cut out for them, but we wish them the best and hopefully... Uh, they can find a way to make it work because no one wants to see anyone stop making them, especially when they perform as well as they do, like with uh, Dennis's aircraft. More coming up. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I've been up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings. You can't sleep. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis, and uh, for a few more minutes, we have from AOPA Tom Haynes. Now, you guys uh, actually had some pretty cool stuff happening yesterday, and uh, you're taking up your your uh, I don't know your man, man of honor. Uh, up in an aircraft today from uh, he was a Tuskegee uh, airman he's uh, the oldest one out yep. there still or what well i'm not sure that he's the oldest but he's one of the last remaining charles mcgee colonel charles mcgee was a tuskegee airman uh, during world war ii he's he turns a hundred today believe it or not how about that he's incredible he's he still drives walks by himself uh you know has uh, you wouldn't know it talking to the guy and yeah. so uh, yesterday, we took him up in a Cirrus Vision Jet or Cirrus uh, demo pilot did, who's also an African-American, which I think is a, a really cool story. The latest business jet out there with latest technology. And here's uh, a 100-year-old African-American flying with another demo pilot. Think about the likelihood of something like that happening a couple of generations ago. Wow. Uh, it's, it's 
That's pretty neat. And then uh, on his birthday today, we're also taking him up for a flight just so he gets to absolutely fly uh, again on his 100th birthday. So he just loves doing this stuff. He, he hadn't gotten out of the uh, airplane stuff. It's in his blood, and he still loves all the lights and uh, bells and whistles yeah. and all that stuff, huh? So that He was, loves the technology. Yeah. yeah he's what really fascinated by it, and he, he connects with kids. He, he speaks a lot to youth and talks to them inspirationally about how to persevere in difficult circumstances and how um, you know your background and your upbringing should not be an excuse for failure. That you need to persevere and, and you need to find what you do well and go out and do it. And so that's what he had to do, difficult times that when he was growing up. Yeah. Uh, and um, so he likes to, to get involved in the technology with the airplanes because that allows him to connect with the youth in ways that um, because of their interest in technology and what airplanes today can do. So he likes to be relevant uh, with them and thus the, his desire to go up in something as modern as a vision jet. Well, that's amazing. Uh, and the fact you get to hang with someone like that and, uh, you know, treat him on his birthday, please uh, give him our best and thank him for our services. Absolutely. Great stuff, indeed. Tom, thank you so much. We'll let you get back to right, uh, your hectic holiday uh, stuff, but we appreciate you taking time <laughs> here on Just Plain Radio. All right. Thanks, guys. More coming up. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. Have a holly jolly Christmas, it's the best time of the year. Now I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know, and everyone you this is Just Plain Radio. Gregor, co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis, and his son now joins us, and that would be Captain Austin. I, I, is it official? Can I call you Captain Austin now, or am I supposed to from for legal reasons, Austin? What do you think? I don't know if I'm technically Captain Austin yet, but we can go with that. Well, okay. well you're a commercial-rated pilot. I true, true. Right? Engine, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, you're a captain at this point. Okay. You're still far more than Greg. Well... Room. That doesn't really uh, mean much. Well, it's not a very high bar. No. Yeah, uh, but uh, but but you are like going to school for this and working towards not just being a commercial pilot, but being a trainer or something too. Is that what you're doing? Yep. So I've been working on my CFI initial uh, like rating, and the school that I go to, we wrap our CFI initial and the MEI checkride into one. So. Once I'm a flight instructor, I'm a flight instructor for multi-engine airplanes only. Then we go and get an add-on for single engine and then instrument. Hmm. So that seems backwards uh, to me uh, because it's a little backwards, but it is advantageous for if you want to go to the airlines because you have more multi experience. Yeah, you end up having like fifty, sixty hours of multi time before you can start instructing before. Uh, you know, rather than somebody that just goes and gets their MEI, they might have like less than 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it looks a little better. Yeah. But you, so, but you get your twin or multi-engine 
uh, CFI certification first, and then you would go back and get your single engine. Yep. And that would uh, benefit you how? I mean, do you even have to do that? Or I mean, technically, I could just be only a CFI for multi-engine airplanes. Mm-hmm. Was that Would that be beneficial to me? Probably not. I'm going to get all three ratings, but uh, doing the MEI first gets me more experience in the airplane. I'm more comfortable uh, and more capable of actually teaching somebody how to fly a multi-engine. Got it. So, and you've been working on that particular certification for the last, I don't know, month or so, but you've been having some uh, weather issues. Is that right? Up here in your, yep. your neck of the woods? So, had uh, the check ride. Uh, Went through the ground. It was three-hour ground, which surprised me. You know, I've been told to expect at least a four-hour ground. And we started at 8 a.m., 11, uh, rolled around. All right, we're good. Hmm. What? <laughs> we're done? Oh, okay. Um, but unfortunately, uh, since it's the multi-engine check ride, we need to get up to at least 4,000 feet AGL to do BMC uh, maneuvers and all that good stuff. And the clouds were at 3,000 feet. Uh-huh. So had to scrub for that day. Next week uh, comes, weather was even worse. It was snowing, so that wasn't happening. Then this week, uh, everybody here in Mankato is sick, including myself, so that Mm. wasn't working. Okay. Uh, So hopefully next week all the stars will align, but in my experience, every check ride goes this way. Something happens every week, every time. It's just part of trying to get it done. Yeah, well, and you learn from it. I mean, that's just part of uh, reality. I mean, if you become a flight instructor for multi-engine, you're going to have this problem with people like me that you're training, right? I say yeah, that I hypothetically. Mean, excuse to <laughs> not do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever excuse it takes in my case. But I'm just saying it, it's kind of like real world experience. So you, you kind of look at it from that standpoint, don't you? Even though you'd like to get it over with already, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to be done. It's unfortunate that I couldn't get it done this week. I mean... I was extremely sick when I woke up in the morning and it's like, all right, yes, it would be nice. It's completely beautiful out to do this. I probably could do it. I shouldn't. Yeah. You know, I'll well, wait for a day where I feel a hundred percent. That's your training but, kicking in. That's how yeah, you get that's a list. Exactly. I'm safe. That aeronautical yeah, decision. I'm safe. Pave. You can, you can put so many different things into it. It's the human factors mm-hmm. essentially though. Right. But uh, but the fact that you've gotten this far, you, you must feel pretty good about that. Or at least your dad I mean, does. <laughs> just having the ground portion of that check ride done has made me feel so much better. Like, I'm sleeping so much better. I feel so much less, like, stressed. Because mm-hmm. as uh, my dad knows, I mean, we spent a good, like, two or three hours going over just FOI stuff before my check ride. Yeah. And I still didn't feel like I was ready, but. It turns out I was because uh, my examiner said I passed with flying colors. So, well, that's good. Yeah, I mean the the you know the ground stuff, you know all the testing. That's what you're talking about, or oral exam yep. type stuff. Yeah, the, the oral portion of the check ride. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, that's probably is more stressful than the actual flight because that's the fun yep. stuff, right? Yeah, I've never had an issue with like the flight portion of any check ride, like. Mm-hmm. If I can get over the ground, I feel like I'm already probably 80% of the way to like succeeding in the check ride. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. I think uh, that's pretty universal. Wouldn't you agree, Dennis? What do you think? It, yeah. That, I mean, it really, the make or break, um, the check ride is going to happen in the oral. If you come into there and the examiner is continually grilling you and you're not coming up with the answers, you're not going to have a good day. 
But if in Austin's case, when you're getting done with that oral after only three hours, when you're told to expect, you know, four to eight hours of uh, intense study, that means you've got the knowledge down and there's just nothing more that he can try to tease out of you. You've got it. So just go prove to me that uh, you really can fly this thing and we'll get it done. Right. Now, what about this, Austin, when you get through this final check ride and you get uh, sort of, you know, your multi-engine CFI, you'll go back and get your single, which would probably be a cakewalk after doing multi, I'm guessing. And then, Yeah, from, from what I've heard from my fellow peers, it's you have one ground lesson that you do as part of our Part 61 training there at the school. And then the rest of it is just essentially learning commercial maneuvers from the right seat once uh, that my CFI feels comfortable with my skills, uh, check ride. Hmm. And then the ground portion of the check ride is maybe an hour or so too, from what I've heard. And then like an hour and a half flight. Then that. are you going to start teaching people right away to get more hours in? Is that part of the I'm plan? not certain. I have a, I have a couple different paths I can take. I have one path that I'm uh, planning on taking over the summer, uh, flying. Uh, I'd actually be moving out to like Montana. Uh, we'll see if that ends up working out. That's what I prefer to do. I'd prefer to go get actual real life flying experience to build my hours than just sitting in the right seat of warrior. I yeah. don't know. Well, I, I feel like I'd be an okay teacher, but I feel like I'd learn better just from flying around myself. Right. And, and what would that be in Montana? It would be working for a small airline kind of thing or like an internship? Uh, it would, or? Yeah, it would be kind of like just an internship kind yeah. of thing. Hmm. Well, that I mean, but it sounds you'd be like flying in a Beechcraft Baron, a nice twin engine. So yep. that's that's definitely a more Baron doing mountain flying. There's a whole bunch of experience I can gain there. Oh, I like it much more than flying around in the very flat uh, part of Minnesota. Well, if you want to come down to Florida to do and pick me up just to get hours and fly me around all over the place, I I would accept that offer anytime, Austin. Just so you know, okay. All right, I'll, I'll let you know. All right. So your rate is what fifty dollars an hour plus expenses uh, to do uh, personal training. No, right? I charge seventy five. <laughs> oh, no. you mean him? Oh, yeah. Austin will come and live with you and be your <laughs> uh, your live in CFI uh, uh, with flight training professionals. All right. Well, it could happen. It might happen. But I mean, so you're getting towards. Well, you still got a few more, uh, you know, uh, things to get done. But like, uh, once you get your CFI, have you already hit your dad up and say, okay, Hey, what are you giving me as a, like a celebratory gift? You know, or are you rolling, rolling this into the holidays or something, Austin? What do you think? I mean, yeah, there's always that like, Hey, this would be kind of cool to have. But, right. Um, uh, I got a couple ideas. You do, you have a couple ideas. Wait, Dennis, are you yeah. on board with this? Or are you expecting him to like, give you something cool? No, it, it's you know you know better than that. You've got kids; it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I, sure. I already got you something cool. It's already showed up at home. Really? You didn't open it. I didn't open a present or a package from Amazon with my name on it. Yeah. Well, it has my name on it. Your name on it. Yeah, uh -huh. that's amazing. Well, do you know what it is, Dennis? Or you don't? I, want I don't. Cause, but we he complains that the you know, packages get delivered to the house, and I just open them because right. it's usually mine anyway. Well, it's uh, it's the law. I mean, if it comes to your house, I think it's uh, you're legally allowed to do that. It's just uh, something we do. I think the government would have something to say about no, it. No, they have no <laughs> no jurisdiction over your household like that. If it comes to my house, I don't care if my name's on it or not. I'm opening it, and if I like it, I'm keeping it. But uh, I don't know. Maybe that is just me. But there are some gifts that you know our passengers on Just Plain Radio today might benefit. You know, from an idea standpoint for the holidays. Well, so 
Well, well, if you do have a pilot on your on your gift list, you know, there are a lot of things that you can get, um, you know, for the pilot in your life. Okay. Uh, and we have like a top 10 list that we're going to navigate through here next, I believe. Is that right, Dennis? You that was it? my plan. Okay. Yep. That is the plan. We'll see if we can stick to it here on Just Plain Radio. Maybe it'll give you an idea, but give Austin and Dennis an idea what to give me. Uh, or what to ask for from your spouse or your significant that's other. That's right. Aviation Gifts. A top 10 list next. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium. Instead of just to it, be adventurous, be amazed, be a diver. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Boy, these gusty winds appear to be playing havoc with that giant nutcracker float. At this point, I can't even see the nuts. They must have blown away. Oh, 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 and the bottle of rum. Santa's run off to the Caribbean. He weakened the tropics and he'll be all right. Sporting a tan as he rides out of sight. Merry Christmas to all and to all. Good night. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis and his son Austin, who's helping us out right now. All right, so uh, it is the gift-giving season, and we have a top ten list of Dennis's uh, put together, along with uh, some suggestions, I guess, from sporties. We got to give them. Uh, some credit here as well. Is that right, Dennis? Right. I'm uh, kind of taking the best of both lists. I mean, I, 
I've got a list of things that I've, you know, if, if it was me, these are the things that I think are important, mm-hmm. but sporties takes a different perspective because there's, it's more than just what Dennis wants. And so there are some things on the list that I personally wouldn't find useful, but I they want to sell and make do. money. Well, so. no, I mean, a lot of pilots do find this to be a problem for them. You know, one of the things that they, they recommend is a screen protector for your iPad. I personally have never really found them that helpful, but a lot of people swear by them and the glare that they cut, uh, making the screen more, uh, um, resilient like a, and resistance to breaking you know the or so glare and that people, kind of thing yeah. if you get like the matte thing it comes in pretty handy i have those you, you don't believe in screen protectors for your ipad no i get a cup co- i get an ipad case that's got a cover on it and you know that folds over when it's not in use and oh uh, you're I one of those that, that protects people. it yeah oh, i gosh. like that and it wakes mm. up i, I do both you do both because you're a kid yeah. and you have a tendency to drop your stuff like my son does all the time. He's, you know, he's cracked his screen three or four times. <laughs> so I've only broken one Apple product screen. Yeah. And uh, like I'd say we're doing pretty good, but uh, I haven't done anything dumb with the iPad, but the iPad pretty much only is either in the car with me under the airport, like on the way to the airport or in the airplane. It right. doesn't go too many places well there you go but it only has to happen once where you drop it and then you'll use a yep. screen protector yeah. from and, here and, then, to and do it two days two days before you're going on a trip to the turks and caicos right and, yeah never yeah. fails that, never, never fails. fails all right so dennis doesn't need it but you might so screen protector is one what else you have dennis so the ipad itself is what i consider my top um gift idea um, okay. I saw if you, you know, we just came off of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Yeah, a lot of great holy deals. Holy cow. Yeah. Target was moving iPads for $229 for a full-size iPad. Mm-hmm. At that price, if you don't already have one, you need to just take care. Just bite the bullet. I mean, you can't go wrong. Save the trees. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Inconvenience electrons, but have your, you know, everything will be up to date. You will not regret. Honey, you to need to get me this. I'm trying to save the planet. Come on. Yeah, that's a good argument. I like how you think there, Austin. All right. So, uh, numbers, uh, well, three. What do you got on your third one? So, ADSB in. I mean, if you got the iPad and you don't already have ADSB in, get it. Um, it the situational awareness enhancements that you get are, are incredible. And the FAA just had a study out earlier this year showing that there is a 50% reduction in accidents and a 90% reduction in fatalities with airplanes that are equipped with ADS-BN. So we're talking a Stratus, a Sentry, you know, any one of these little devices to get you that weather because now all of a sudden you have information at your fingertips that you that was hard to get before. Having to call flight service and try to guess where a storm is, pull up uh, your weather and see the radar. Right. Um, so it just makes you a safer, better pilot. You got a few options out there. They're pretty economic. And it economical. costs less than $100. Right. If you yeah. are somewhat technically savvy and you can build yourself a Stratix, like it's 100 bucks to be 50 to 90% safer. There you go. All right. Number four, Dennis, what do you got? Aviation themed clothing. You can never go wrong. In fact, uh, I'm bomber jacket. A- that kind of thing? I'm sporting a Cirrus uh, hoodie right now. You know, okay. yeah, I fly a Mooney, but I'm not proud. I'll wear anybody's airplane on the front. <laughs> All right. All right. So clothes, of yep. course, we want, you need to cover up. All right. Half uh, of my wardrobe is aviation themed. Of course, as, as most pilots. I mean, you, you know, we're very passionate about that. So that well, makes the, sense. the other half is scuba themed, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So true. All right. Number five. Uh, a discovery flight. So 
you know, because like I said, this is not just for the pilots on your list, but the pilot wannabes. Mm-hmm. Take somebody out for a flight, buy them that Discovery flight, share your passion, make it their passion. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get those certificates at any flight school around the country, whether it's flight training professionals here in Orlando uh, or any, you know, FBO in your neck of the woods. They're going to be able to hook you up with a certificate. All right. Number six. So a battery pack or cigarette adapter. You know, we were talking a lot about having that iPad in flight doesn't do you any good when the battery goes dead. Right. So there are a lot of inexpensive options out there. Uh, Sporty's Pilot Shop has got a really nice uh, high capacity model that's thin. It's only about the, a quarter inch thick. So instead of one of these big bulky bricks, it's thin and lightweight, but it can run multiple devices. So you could actually be powering your Stratus and powering your iPad uh, for longer than their built-in battery. So Makes highly sense. encourage you to get that. Number seven. Um, a headset. So we've talked a lot about light speed and you hear a lot about Bose. Um, those are great products. Absolutely love the noise canceling. So if you're going to be serious about this as a profession, uh, you know, spend the money once, get a good headset. But if you're not willing or not able to drop $1,000 on a headset, uh, I just saw a new model from a company called Faro that's being carried by Sporties and some of the other pilot shops that is a passive um, headset, kind of like the old green David Clark's, but it actually has Bluetooth now. So you can pair your cell phone. So you still have almost all of the functions and features of these top of the line noise canceling headsets at a price point of about 250 bucks. Well, there you go. That sounds pretty good. Number eight. This is just me, but I like to stay hydrated. A Yeti style travel mug, one of these insulated mugs that'll hold ice for a whole day, or even uh, say a hydro flask style, you know, a, a mug with a, an actual spout on the top that you can close down. Hot and cold like stuff. Hot yeah. or cold. Right. Yeah. The only disadvantage over a Gatorade bottle, though, is you can't use it for those. Yes. Well, there's that. And then nine and 10, real quick, what do you got? Flight bag and a mount for your iPad. Two great uh, things to finish off our top 10 list of gifts for the holiday. So there you go. We'll wrap it up on that. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than, than learning, learning to fly. To fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. Hi, some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.